Intense emotions such as fear, terror, horror and awe were all tremendously valuable to romance writers, who often worked to capture something which they referred to as the sublime. The sublime, as an idea, had been around for many decades, but the Romantics put it at the heart of their thinking. For the Romantics, the sublime was an immeasurable experience. It was the feeling of awe you got when standing at the base of a mountain, of scale when looking out over a valley, and of fear or outright horror when caught on a boat in a storm. In literature, the sublime is almost always connected with nature. Romantics believed that it was a closer understanding of the sublime that would lead to enlightenment, in opposition once again to enlightenment thinkers. The sublime plays a central role in Frankenstein, so keep it towards the front of your mind when reading the novel. The Romantic literary movement inspired several offshoots. Amongst them was the Gothic tradition. Gothic writing explores taboo areas of particular cultures, including sexuality, gender, race and class, and has appeared at different moments in history allowing the writers of the time to tackle challenging subjects. Frankenstein is absolutely a book written in the Gothic tradition, with its investigation of taboo themes such as science versus religion, and the creation of life versus death. But it does differ from traditional Gothic writing in one key way. It lacks one of the genre's most common tropes, that of the damsel in distress. Indeed, the novel arguably has no major roles for women in it at all. This is very interesting, particularly given its consideration of the themes of birth and life, something commonly associated with women in literature. Keep that in mind as you read the novel. We'll be discussing it further in a later episode. The Gothic is an old literary tradition, but Frankenstein also shares tropes with a much more modern genre, science fiction. Science fiction was first described as the mixing of romanticism with scientific facts, and many scholars track the origins of the genre back to Frankenstein. So when she wrote Frankenstein, Shelley was not only creating a classic of Gothic literature, she was also paving the way for one of today's most popular genres. Modern science fiction is often hesitant or critical of great scientific advancements, often showing those advancements to be morally wrong or causing more problems than they solve. Many scholars trace this trope all the way back to Frankenstein and its message that there is some knowledge which we should not seek as the risks are too great. Think about the recently released Ridley Scott movie, Prometheus, which shows a group of scientists setting out to discover new knowledge and new life only to put themselves in incredible danger. Sound familiar? Seeing as we're mentioning Prometheus, we should take a moment to consider the full title of Frankenstein, which is often overlooked but carries a key clue for anyone looking to perform a literary analysis. The book's complete title is Frankenstein or The Modern Prometheus. Prometheus is a titan in Greek mythology who defied the gods to bring fire to mankind. His punishment for this act was to be tied to a rock for eternity and have a giant eagle eat his liver, which regrew daily. 
The idea of the Promethean scientist, who is punished for moving beyond the realm of human knowledge and assuming powers reserved for the gods, is a common trope in Gothic and science fiction. In Frankenstein's case, Frankenstein assumes godlike powers over life and death by bringing his monster to life and is punished accordingly. When reading the novel, always remember that it was framed as a tale of punishment for daring to push human knowledge where it should not. How does that influence your reading of it? As well as the Promethean scientist, there are many themes present throughout the entire Frankenstein novel, but the major ones are as follows. Science versus nature. Frankenstein's attempts to create life using science are, in his eyes, an act of overstepping that can only end badly. The mortal versus the divine. The creation of life in the novel also brings mortal...